the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Are you ready to talk to me? I'm ready to talk to you. So come on, let's go on WAVA. Let's hit it. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there for Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. And then, of course, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. We are a call-in talk show, and this is the first hour of Rush Hour, so thanks for hanging with me. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Then a special weekend edition every Saturday at the same time uh, from 3 to 3.30. And we're glad uh, that you can tune in on the weekends as well. Hopefully on Sundays you're at a great church somewhere in your area. If not and you're looking for a place, you can always go to bridgeway.cc where I'm the founding pastor. In just a moment, speaking of founding pastors, you're going to meet one who's just come out with a brand new book. He's a friend, known him for many, many years, and he's also a wonderful author and writer and movie producer. You name it, he does it all, and Erwin McManus is going to be with us in just a moment. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to give you the phone number in case you want to call in and speak to me or my guest. I'm also going to say a prayer and commit our time to the Lord and then give you a couple other ways you can get a hold of us and then uh, we'll connect there. But here's the number, 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. Today's topic, the genius of Jesus. Why would this be a tough topic? Well, a lot of people don't know who Jesus is. They wonder if Jesus is real. And also, uh, what does it mean to be a genius? And and can Jesus actually uh, change everything? Well, we're going to talk about that. Who is Jesus? And uh, what can we learn from him? Our our guest is going to teach us that in just a moment as I interact with him. Again, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Three, four. And whenever you see me with this fresh fade, remember, I went to Christopher's Barber Studio in Elkridge, Maryland, 
and in Columbia, Maryland. If you want to check them out, just go to Christopher'sBarberStudio.com. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for technology, for radio, and for uh, social technology as well. And as my guests and I communicate about who Jesus is, would you just be with us in the middle of it all? For it is in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, there are just a couple other ways you can get a hold of me, especially if not during the show. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com as well as EmbraceGracism.com, my favorite website to learn what it means to be a gracist. Now, today I'm excited because Erwin McManus has committed his life to the study of genius and the pursuit of God, never knowing that the two worlds would one day collide. He's a in the class, he's an entrepreneur, he's a storyteller, he's a preacher, he's a filmmaker, a cultural thought leader. He's also the founder of Mosaic. It's a church movement uh, based out of the heart of Hollywood with a community that spans the globe. He's also the acclaimed author of the book, The Way of the Warrior, The Last Arrow, and other leading books on spirituality and creativity. His books have sold more than a million copies worldwide in 14 different different languages. He studied uh, philosophy at Elon University, has a bachelor's in arts and psychology from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, a master's of divinity from Southwestern Theological Seminary, and a doctorate of humane letters from Southeastern University. He lives in Los Angeles, California, out there where my son is. His wife is Kim, and they have been friends for a long time. Erwin McManus, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. David. How are you doing? Man, I'm alive and grateful and so glad we get to connect uh, this way. You know, when I uh, saw your new book uh, was coming out today, I, I knew that I had to figure out a way to, to talk to you about it. Maybe folks haven't heard of it. It's called The Genius of Jesus. So you got to tell us, first of all, why did you write this book? Well, I wrote the book during the quarantine in the middle of the pandemic, and I was actually having a conversation with myself in the back house. You know, there was a lot of months of isolation during that time. Right. And, and, uh, and I, I had this thought, um, which, you know, I don't know if you have these voices that sometimes are in your head almost combating with each other, but one of the voices in my head said, isn't it strange that your whole life revolves around someone who lived 2,000 years ago? Mm. And and then I had this, you know, follow-up thought. It, it is completely bizarre that my life completely is centered around the person of Jesus when you think about it from a purely objective level. And then I kind of just started playing that through and I thought, well, what, what, what about if Jesus didn't God? And then my follow-up thought was, well, the one thing I can't deny is that I've been changed by Jesus. So then um, – I followed this track of thinking, going, okay, well, then if I've been changed by Jesus and I can't deny that, then one of two things is real. Either I've been changed by the reality of Jesus as God, or I've been changed by the idea of Jesus. And, and that was the moment the idea just sort of exploded in my mind, going, wow, that would be the most brilliant, extraordinary idea that has ever emerged in human history, an idea mm. that could change someone's life 2,000 years later. And over the past 40 years, I've studied human genius, and and I always wondered why Jesus was never on a single list of geniuses that I've ever seen. And you have, you know, you have the classics, Da Vinci, Picasso, Mozart, 
uh, Einstein, and, and it'll expand. I've even seen uh, Gandhi and Buddha and Muhammad on the list of Jesus, but never Jesus. Huh. And so that kind of led me a little further going, all right, uh, is Jesus a genius? Does he qualify as a historic genius? Huh. And, and, and if he is a genius, then what exactly was his genius? And how did his genius affect me 2,000 years later? And that, those were really the questions I asked when I began the book. And at first, I wrote the book. In my first draft, I wrote it um, from the vantage point that I did not believe in God, did not believe in Jesus. Right. I was just looking as an anthropologist at the historical figure of Jesus and asking the question, is he a genius? And what was that genius? And why does that genius somehow impact people 2,000 years later? What a, That's how the book began. What an interesting thought that there's so many people on the list of genius and Jesus wasn't or isn't on that uh, human list. And for you to go down that trail to say, I know, I know what sort of the metrics of genius are. Jesus doesn't make the list or does he make the list? I'm going to ask you this and we're going to run to a commercial break now, but when we get back in just a couple of minutes, let's go down the track of genius. I need you to define what is a genius? What, what are the identifying marks of a genius so we can walk down this trail with you uh, the book is called the genius of jesus and it comes out today and so you want to make sure to get a copy of the book written by erwin mcmanus if you want to call and talk to us about it the number is 888-43-BRIDGE It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy. We all want to get back to normal, and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge, and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County-operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more.
If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays? or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays. Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know, because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to Tough Topic Tuesday. My special guest, Erwin McManus, is hanging out with me. He's an author, a pastor, a real cultural uh, leader and uh, thought leader when it comes to the ideas of religion, as well as many other uh, disciplines. And I'm talking with him today about his brand new book that's coming out just today. It's called The Genius of Jesus. You can find it at the Genius of Dot com. So pick that up today, thegeniusof.com. Erwin McManus, before the break, I asked, what is a genius? We search for uh, this sort of definition. Are there some identifying marks of a genius? Uh, well, there are. And one of the interesting things about the word genius that comes from the etymology of the word genie, and it's all the way back to the ancient Greeks, where a person, it, was, it wasn't that you were a genius, is that you had a genius. Hmm. The Greeks saw genius as something that was given to you by the gods. It was endowed by divinity, and you were the, the vessel of it. You carried it. And, and there's this phenomenon throughout history where men and women are a, a, an expression of humanity that violates our beliefs of what was possible. So they make the impossible reality. And so geniuses have the ability to see what no one else can see, to think what no one else has thought, and to create what no one else thought was possible to create. But when you look at them against history, um, geniuses are heretical. And, you know, Copernicus was a heretic and as much as da Vinci was a heretic and as mm. much as Jesus was a heretic. Mm. Uh, they were original. Uh, no one had ever done what they did the way they did it. I see. And people would imitate them afterwards, but their originality stood um, uh, alone in the world, and mm. they're transformative in their field. Once they've lived, their domain can no longer be measured by anything before them. It's the um, the BC AD. All of modern history is defined by the intersection of Jesus. They transform their field, and then they're extremists. Uh, they're uh, they're not good at everything. They they have a, a unique focus and intention, and every fiber of their energy, being, passion, intellect. Uh, goes 
to create that particular expression. Ah, 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. If you want to talk about who Jesus is, 888-43-BRIDGE. My guest, uh, Erwin McManus, his brand new book, The Genius of Jesus. So are you saying if you had a genius, it's kind of like having the wise men, the astrologers, or like a special person or group of people who held certain skills that the masses didn't hold, so they would kind of look to that person as as a small G God? Well, I think one of the interesting things is that Genius is not um, compared to average or good. Genius is compared to great. Uh-huh. And one of the reasons geniuses are hated is that they make extraordinary pe- people look ordinary. Uh-huh. And so you could be this world-class composer, this, this world-class painter, this world-class class mathematician. And, and then in the backdrop, if you happen to live where someone expresses genius in your field, your brilliance now looks mundane, looks ordinary. And that's why people despise a lot of the geniuses in history, because they made the most brilliant people look ordinary or common or even sometimes uh, foolish. Huh. So because they were uh, a cut above, it seems like they were sort of hated. Do you think that then they looked at Jesus in the same way because he was doing miracles and uh, people were being raised from the dead and healed from being sick, you know, with an issue of blood or whatever? Do you think that... uh, they hated him because he was sort of a cut above? Well, you see, this is an interesting thing, David. I don't think they hated him because of the miracles. Uh-huh. I think that if Jesus had seen the world the way they saw the world and did miracles, they would have loved him. Mm-hmm. And, but even at the age of 12, before he performs any miracles, he's already confounding the most brilliant people in the world at the temple in right. conversations by the questions he asks. right. And so what, what, the reason they actually hated Jesus was not because he walked on water or because he felt, fed the multitudes. The reason they hated Jesus is because he was able to cut through the uh, superficiality of religion, to uh-huh. cut through the uh, distortion of uh, the way they were interpreting the Bible and actually could cut through to the essence of humanity. Uh-huh. And I, I think of that time when they brought this adulterous woman in front of Jesus and said, Jesus, the law says, that a person caught in adultery should be stoned, and here she is naked in front of Jesus. And the Bible tells us Jesus bent down, wrote on the sand, and then he just said, whoever's without sin, cast the first stone. I mean, think of the stroke of genius. In one statement, Jesus undercuts all of their self-righteousness. He cuts all of their authority for judgmentalism and condemnation. Huh. One by one, they all drop their stones. And then he only says a second thing, women who condemns you. And she says, no one. Then he goes, neither do I. Now go and sin no more. In two statements, Jesus is able to unplug all the violence in that room, in that, in that crowd, and, and actually uh, diffuse a bomb yeah. by speaking to the core of yeah. what was going on in that moment. That's a stroke of genius. That's a stroke of genius. Listen, if you want to give us a call, the number is 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. I have the author of a brand new book that comes out today, The Genius of Jesus. Well, you know, uh, before I go to the phone lines, uh, that, does that mean that like uh, when he created uh, Dr. David Anderson, that was a stroke of genius? Is that what you're telling me, Irwin? <laughs> I am telling you that, Dr. David. I'll tell you that. But, and here, here's the, the beautiful thing. One of the, one of the most frustrating things about genius is that it's not transferable. 
You could spend your life with Mozart and never become a composer, or spend your life with Picasso and never become a painter, spend your life with, with um, uh, Bobby Fischer and never become a master chess player. And, and so there's no benefit in that sense other than just to admire or even to envy. Huh. But with Jesus, his genius is transferable. Wow. And that, to me, is the genius of Jesus. Wow. Is that every human being, every human being is created in the image of God. So we already have the mark of genius within us all, whether like we believe it. in God or not. I like it. Hey, friends, and, did you hear that? Even if you're driving in traffic on 495 or 66 or, or 95, guess what? You're, you're a stroke of genius. Now, would you drive like it? Okay, here we go. 888-432-7434. I've got Mike who's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm great. How are you today? Hey, alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Well, I just pretty much want to give a resounding amen. I mean, you know, when you think about Jesus, you know, a number of his commands, you know, these are transgenerational commands. Uh, love one another as I have loved you. That, that alone, that statement can not only solve just about every problem in the world, it gives your life meaning and, and purpose. Yeah, I wish even if, if everyone who would even say that doesn't believe that Jesus was divine, okay, if he wasn't divine, then, boy, how can you not say he wasn't a genius? Mm-hmm. And please, people just start saying, uh, you know, giving him credit for uh, even if you don't think he was divine, he was certainly genius. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate the comment. Erwin, what's your response to that? Well, he's right on track. I, I, want, I, I think he'll, he'll love the conversation in the book because I think sometimes as followers of Jesus, we don't know how to have conversations with people because we've been having the same old conversation. And I, what I want to do is create a fresh new way of talking about who Jesus is mm-hmm. uh, for those who maybe think Jesus is irrelevant to their life. His genius is so relevant today with all the violence, hatred, racism, injustice, with all the tension and turmoil in our culture. Uh, I think the genius of Jesus is more needed now than any time in history. Wow. Does, does someone have to have an IQ, a high IQ in order to be a genius? Well, in the classic um, definitions, they're always looking at IQ. But let me tell you, I am absolutely convinced that EQ is more important than IQ. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you start looking at emotional intelligence above even just intellectual capacity, you, we can all realize that emotional intelligence will give you a more fulfilling life. Yeah. Now, the highest form of genius for me is love. And I think the highest form of intelligence is empathy. So, no, even if you do not have a genius IQ, if you begin to live your life with with the kind of empathy Jesus had, you're going to begin to live a life that expresses your own personal genius. This idea of a transferable uh, stroke of genius means that it doesn't matter uh, how uh, bad my IQ is or how bad my EQ is. You're telling me also that if I connect to this genius besides admiring him, then there's a way that he can be transferable to me. So if I'm not going to simply admire him and yet I want to emulate him, how does someone do that? Maybe they're driving today or in their kitchen today and they're, they're watching us on online, but they're saying, okay, I get it. He's awesome. How do I tap into that if it is transferable? Well, first of all, that if I could answer that question in one sentence, I would not have written the book. 
(laughs) (laughs) Because the book is really the process of how to apply that to your life. Uh, But I will say this in, in short. The dumbest decisions you'll ever make will not cost you money. They will cost you people. Mm-hmm. And so if you begin to learn from Jesus just how to relate to other human beings, you will have an eruption of genius in your life. And it will actually translate into every single arena in which you, you endeavor. You said the dumbest decisions in your life won't be because of money, but because of people you've lost. Yeah, though they won't cost you money, it'll cost you people. Because I, I work with a lot of guys that are uh, that make minimally a hundred million a year, and and I can tell you that um, the, the the decisions you regret the most are not the ones that cost you money; they're the ones that cost you people that matter in your life. How about that? And w- once you learn the genius of human relationships, all the other stuff gets a lot easier. Wow. Well, friends, we're just getting started. We're uh, done with the first half of the show. Coming back for the second half in just a couple of moments. The phone number here, if you want to give us a call, 888-432-7434. I've got with me as my special guest, friend, author, uh, pastor, preacher, teacher, uh, Erwin McManus. He's the author of a brand new book. You need to check it out. Just go to thegeniusof.com, thegeniusof.com. His new book is entitled The Genius of Jesus, The Man Who Changed Everything. We'll be right back. And you're probably thinking to yourself, I need to lose weight. The reality is life is very hard now, and many of us are gaining some unwanted pounds. Hi, I'm Steve Reynolds, pastor of Capital Baptist Church, and I can help you lose weight. I'm also the author of the book, Bod for God, and the creator of the Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition. I've lost over 100 pounds, and now I want to help you be a big loser through our Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition. Why should you participate? Because it works. Our previous competitions have resulted in literally tons of weight loss. No wonder Fox News labeled me the anti-fat pastor. Don't try to lose weight alone. Join a team of losers. The next Losing Live Weight Loss competition begins soon, and we're offering this program both on-site and online. Quit procrastinating. Sign up today by calling 703-560-8677. That's 703-560-8677 or online at capitalbaptist.org. That's capitalbaptist.org. God saves us on his terms, not on ours. We don't get to write the rules. He's God. He has the power to do what needs to be done. But let me tell you, he will do it his way. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Elisha, the Double Blessed Prophet, next time on Turning Point. Weekdays at 3.30 a.m., 10 a.m., and 9 p.m. on WAVA. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1 and hear us on our mobile app and on radio.com. Join WAVA for Adventures in Odyssey, weeknights at 8 on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. 
One listener that stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and you know their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year, finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We. Our United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLS Consumer Access. Federal or corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. The genius of Jesus. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. Was Jesus a genius? And if so, why does that matter? Would you consider Jesus a genius? Why or why not? My uh, guest today is Erwin McManus. He is the author of a brand new book that comes out today, The Genius of Jesus, The Man Who Changed Everything. The phone number here in studio is 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. That's eight 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 four three bridge. This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Erwin McManus wrote this book, The Genius of Jesus. Erwin, for those that are just getting in their cars and coming out of uh, work there with the federal government, let's reboot for a second and remind us why you wrote the book, The Genius of Jesus. Uh, well, yeah, just without trying to be uh, too redundant, I wrote the book from a very personal journey. I, I've spent my life uh, studying human phenomenon like genius, uh, creativity, imagination, uh, the, those unexpected iterations of human uniqueness. And at the same time, I was on a search for meaning, for um, truth, searching for God, crashed into um, the person of Jesus, and, uh, and but continued my um, really my lifelong pursuit of human capacity, human potential. And this book is the intersection of my search for uh, Jesus and my search for genius and how those two actually come together. Did, did and, studying and genius frankly, lead you to Jesus? You know, I think it was both. I think that, uh, you know, I, I, David, I was in a psychiatric chair by the time I was 12 years old. I was a straight D, D student, first through 12th grade. I was told I was retarded. Mm. And uh, and it, it was only when I started going through um, psychiatric, actually, treatment, they were giving me IQ tests, and, uh, and I found out that I had some unique capacities that were hidden under the rubble of all my brokenness. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wondered how many people actually had a, a genius within them that was lost because of pain or negative experiences or trauma. And actually, there's research that has been done that in in a study where five-year-olds were given a genius assessment, 98% of those five-year-olds tested out geniuses. Mm. Those same five-year-olds, when they were 10 years old in a long-tool study, only 30% of them tested out as genius. And then five years later, when they were 15 years old, they only 
12% of them tested out as geniuses. Mm-hmm. And then out of a larger study of, I think, around 28,000 people, average age 31, only 2% test out as geniuses. And so my, really, my journey was asking this question, is genius a phenomenon that's supposed to be rare? Or is there actually genius inside of every human being? But the experience that human beings go through actually um, trap that genius or sublimate uh-huh. that genius and most of us end up becoming normal or average or ordinary because that genius is lost. Okay. It's not how to make you a genius. It's how do I keep the genius in you alive and well. So is it possible then that the culture you're brought up in, uh, whether Western or whether Eastern, but the culture has a way of squeezing uh, genius out of you, whether through education or through parenting or through uh, traumatic experiences? Is that what you're saying? We're all born possibly as genius, but because of the human experience, it gets uh, pushed down into the rubble? Absolutely. In fact, I can give you a very, very clear example. Uh, David, would you call yourself a linguistic savant? Probably not. Right. You probably only speak English, right? I probably only speak English and a little bit of everything else to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason most Americans do not think they're good at languages is because they told their brain when they were children they only needed one language to survive, to thrive. Mm-hmm. But I'm from El Salvador. I'm an immigrant. Spanish was my first language. And then I learned English in the United States when I was four or five. And the truth is, you learned your first language when you were one to two years old. Right. I learned my first language when I was one to two years old. Every person, even when they think they're not good at languages, was a linguistic savant when they were two years old. They, could, they had the capacity to learn any language in the world. They could have learned Japanese if they were living in Tokyo or German if they're living in Berlin or, or French if they're living in Paris. But what happens is that by the time we're 12 years old, our brain rigidifies and our brain is convinced we do not need the extraordinary capacity that was inside of us from the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. And so then we get on that track and on that lane and we stay on that lane for the rest of our life. Uh, but had we uh, open up all those different lanes at an early age, we would be taking in a whole lot more information and be able to be even more multilingual. Absolutely. And here's the thing. It's easier to control humans when they conform. If you can standardize people, they're just easier to deal with. Human uniqueness is more, um, more disconcerting. It's, it's more chaotic. When you allow people to discover their uniqueness, when you actually encourage their creativity, when you actually affirm and, um, and nurture that genius, people are harder to deal with. An eight-year-old that's developing their genius is just harder to deal with than an eight-year-old who's obedient, compliant, and filling in the blanks. <laughs> yeah, and don't we all want those kind of kids, at least we think, right? I just want a kind of kid that can right. be compliant and obedient. Well, and you and I know people who speak 10 and 11, 12 languages, especially some of my uh, friends in uh, on the continent of Africa who uh, in other places around the world who speak multiple languages. And so that, that genius, you know, at a young age of, in the area of linguistics, I suppose carries over in some of these other areas like creativity or, or, or organizational skills. All of those things probably, if not uh, sort of conformed out of you, uh, could actually be, be trans- 
you know, formulated inside of you and expressed outside of you if we created an environment for that. Do you then believe that that's kind of what Jesus does for us? He sort of opens up those lanes for us so that we can explore those different areas? Absolutely. I think the moment you begin to live your life in a relationship with Jesus and begin to move away from a life of obligation to a life of intention, you begin to rediscover the essence of who you are because your genius is connected to your true essence. And as long as you're trying to be what everyone else wants you to be or what the world is telling you to become or, or what society is telling you you should, you should be, you're losing the essence of who you are. When Jesus is that the, he who the sun sets free is free indeed, I think it's true not just setting us free from um, our worst angels. You know, it's funny. We always use those verses to say, you see, Jesus is going to set you free from sin. I'm like, that's such a low expectation. Mm. Jesus didn't die on the cross so that you would not rob a 7-Eleven store. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus died on the cross so that the image of God could be fully revealed and expressed through you. Huh. See, now you're messing with the education system. You're messing with religion. Come on, Irwin. Why are you always messing up people's brains, man? This is amazing. Okay, look. I got to go to a commercial break. <laughs> when I get back, we're coming back to talk with Erwin McManus. Is he twisting your brain yet? 888-432-7434. The genius of Jesus. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We'll be right back. than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with e-home counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. It's convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but e-home counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. E-home counseling can help. And they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME. That's 833-40-E-HOME. Or catch them online, ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think. Improve Remodeling. The name that begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out. And so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house. They installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240 240- 505-4944. That's Improve Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com.
Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I've got Erwin uh, McManus hanging out with me, the author of a brand new book, The Genius of Jesus, The Man Who Changed everything. You're also a, a pastor of a church that is uh, quite similar uh, to my church, Bridgeway Community Church. It's called Mosaic out in Hollywood. We've kind of tracked each other for so many years. So I have a church question for you, brother, and that is this. While the pandemic was terrible for so many reasons, do you think that also the pandemic helped the Church of Jesus Christ become more creative, given all the work that you've been doing with creativity all these decades is there some something good that has come out of this pandemic for the church? Well, I mean, there's always something good that comes out of every bad situation. We both believe that completely, yeah. right? And, yeah. and I, I think the, the challenge is that churches that were not inventive, creative, and adaptive before the pandemic did not do well. Uh-huh. And, and that's why 80% of the churches in America are probably um, on in a spiritual I, um, ER, and they're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the churches that were adaptive and creative and, uh, and and actually reimagining how to connect with people across the world and in their communities, the pandemic for them just became a different context in which they kept doing the same thing, being creative, being adaptive, being inventive. And, uh, and so I, it's unfortunately been one of those seasons that has sifted, um, you know, uh, gold from sand. Yeah. And when the pandemic first started, I, I remember I was on a podcast uh, or on this conference, and I said that this is going to become the church's ice age. Mm-hmm. And if you're a dinosaur, you're not going to survive it. How about that? Wow. Do you uh, now think as we go into this next season where churches are kind of coming back and people are coming back to in-person services, are we a different church now? Is the Church of Jesus Christ is it different now post-pandemic, even though I know we still have a long tail here with uh, COVID, but do you feel like this is taking us now into another season, a different season? I do. Now, you have to realize we're in Hollywood, so we're still – we haven't actually had a full live gathering in Hollywood yet. Mm, mm, okay. So we're 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 the we're the tail of the tail. Wow! How about that? And wow. Yeah. So we we're still kind of in the in the middle of it all. And one of the things that I, I as I talk to pastors across the country is people are not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the churches are fifty percent to eighty percent 
beneath the number, uh, below the numbers of people who are coming before the pandemic. How about that? Even in places that have been open the whole time. Uh-huh. And, and so, yes, churches are going to have to reinvent how they do church, how they connect to people, how they help people grow, um, how they move people to spiritual maturity. And, uh, and, and I had to sit down with my wife because, uh, you know, when you're doing this work together, it's always challenging. And I said, honey, you have to realize that the world as you once knew it and loved it is gone. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, how we experience church is going to be different from this day forward. Yeah, you almost have to grieve what was and begin to embrace what's coming. I have a friend who's a pastor down, a, a large church down in Miami, and he says he's been open since last October. And he says 30% have come back, 30% are online, and 30% are just in the wind. You know, yeah. And so as I, as I think about your book, The Genius of Jesus, if somebody gets this in their hands, it'll really get them focusing more on Jesus than on the church, don't you think? Yes, because I think sometimes we get it backwards. We think we should get people committed to the church and then hopefully get committed to Jesus. And what we need is we need people who discover Jesus and then realize, oh, community is essential and the church is not a human idea. It's God's idea. And so we need to connect people to Jesus to remove all the obstacles, unfortunately, that the church has historically created between people searching for God and people who have experienced negative experiences in the church. Yeah, unfortunately, the people who follow Jesus kind of tend to hurt us <laughs> sometimes and, uh, and hurt, our, hurt our witness, and we fall into the category because we're human as well. But I want to go back to this idea of Jesus being, Jesus' genius being transferable. You know, he didn't just save us, as you said, uh, from uh, free us from the penalty that comes with sin. But would you also agree then when he says, I come that you might have life and have it to the full, that that is a part of transferable genius? Absolutely. Uh, in fact, can I just read you a small section from the book that Please. deals with that? Uh, if Picasso offered to serve as your mentor with the promise that one day you would paint like him, would you do it? even if it would take a lifetime. Mm. If Bobby Fischer offered to take you under his wing to transform you to the greatest chess player in the world but told you it would take the full span of your life, would you accept? If Mozart convinced you that if you gave him the next 40 years, you could hear the sounds that only he hears in his imagination and then be able to translate them into music, would it be worth your life? In Jesus, we have been given this exact invitation The genius of Jesus is completely transferable. His genius can become yours. My hope is that as we unwrap the person of Jesus, we will find in him the most astonishing and transformative way to truly live. The genius of Jesus is completely transferable. Wow. This is is great because when you think about those great geniuses as you listed, um, they can't do that. But Jesus has a no, way that he can do that. And so if somebody's listening today, they say, okay, I want to know more. Tell us how to get your book, and what are you expecting when they, when they get it and read it? Sure. You can get uh, The Genius of Jesus anywhere where books are sold. You can get it on Barnes & Nobles. Uh, Barnes & Noble. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can go to ErwinMcManus.com and not only get the book but get other things uh, around the genius of Jesus. Uh, I have a podcast called The Genius Of that parallels the genius of Jesus. There's a lot of material that we make available to people. But I wrote this book for a person 
both who's searching and trying to make sense of life, who does not believe in God, who doesn't really know who Jesus is. And I wrote it for the person who does deeply believe in Jesus, but knows that his genius is not being translated into their okay, life. Hold that thought. And they that, know there's more. Hold that thought right there. We're going to be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Don Crow here for Food for the Poor. As I'm sure many of you know by now, another devastating earthquake has hit the country of Haiti recently, leaving more than 2,200 people dead, several hundred missing, over 12,000 injured, and nearly 137,000 buildings damaged or destroyed. However, our friends at Food for the Poor are bringing desperately needed relief to Haiti, and their goal is to send at least 100 container ships as quickly as possible, loaded with emergency food supplies and other things so desperately needed in Haiti right now. But they can't do it without our help. So would you be willing to help with this critical need right now? Your gift of $100, $150, $300, $500, or whatever amount you can give is going to make a huge difference when you call 855-860-HOPE, 855-860-4673, or just go online to WAVA.com and click on that bright red Help Haiti banner. Take advantage of the booming economy at Hilo Auto Sales with interest rates as low as 3%. The two words you love to hear are the two words they love to say at Hilo Auto Sales. You're approved. First-time buyers, boom, you're approved. Divorced, boom, you're approved. No cosigner, no money down, repossession, boom, you're approved. You're approved, you're approved. Pick the vehicle you want, fill out the online credit application, and drive your car home today at Hilo Auto Sales. Home of a free 6-month, 6,000-mile warranty. Search for your next car 24-7 at HiloAutoSales.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a vibrant, live, call-in radio show that is insightful, spiritual, witty, and builds bridges across racial, political, and cultural lines while handling real-time topics that are provocative and relevant with Dr. Anderson's unique style of gracism. Broadcasting out of our nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Visit andersonspeaks.com. It's been a great show. I've been hanging out with Erwin McManus, the author of a brand new book called The Genius of Jesus. You can find that where books are sold as well as thegeniusof.com. Erwin McManus, it's been a joy to have you with me. You were just saying before uh, we ran to the break uh, some of your final words. Why don't you give us some of your final thoughts before we close out in prayer today? 
Dr. David, thank you so much for having me. And uh, you know, I've had the, the great privilege of writing 10 books over my lifetime and uh, writing for me is one of the places I try to express the gifts and, and, um, and, and really experiencing God's place in me. But I think the genius of Jesus is the most important book I've ever written because we need to give people a new way of seeing who Jesus is. We need to give people a new narrative for a conversation that's fresh and relevant and in a world with racial injustice and uh, with hatred and racism and uh, economic inequity and people uh, struggling to find meaning in their lives. Uh, the genius of Jesus, I think, is so relevant for this moment, so needed. And I just hope that this book can make a difference, not only in individuals' lives, but in our uh, society and in our nation and our planet as a whole. Well, I believe that it will. And I'm so grateful that uh, you took the time to really dive into this. It really does give us a new way of looking at uh, Jesus. And thank you for investing your life in trying to help the body of Christ and those who are not a part of the Jesus movement, at least be able to think about it some more so that they can have this transferable gift of life that you have been talking about today. Thank you so much, Erwin. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. David. And I just pray that uh, you just keep growing in your influence and your voice would expand because our nation needs to hear from you and to see your perspective and your heart. And we just love you so much. Amen and amen. Let's pray together, friends. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this hour that we got to spend with Erwin McManus. We pray that this book uh, would just uh, continue uh, to have legs for the generations to come, that we might all uh, get to know the genius of Jesus and Jesus himself so that the genius in us uh, can come out as well. Bless my dear brother and his wife, Kim, and family. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place Lift up my heart to be thankful. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.